The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. How dare you, little jabroni, come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown, and run your mouth about how you're the WWE champion and run your mouth about how you're the game. Well, The Rock says, if you are the game, then quite frankly, you need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says. Hello, and welcome to SmackDown Matters. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Miss Jade to the Max. How are you, Miss Jay? I'm great. I just ate. Now it's almost time to go to sleep. Yeah, I was about to say, the itis is going to be kicking in, huh? It kicks in, but I never give in. I'm not a napper. Oh, okay. Okay. You fight so, it off, huh? Yeah, just get up, move around, do some stuff. Yeah. All right. All right. Well. But we'll see. You sound like you're back to full operating capacities. I am. Sure am. That's awesome. Show am. That's awesome. Because I had to make sure, because, you know, Wednesday's coming up. Yeah, this Wednesday. Sorry. This Wednesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the 10th anniversary of my 38th birth. I'm sorry, my 28th birthday. Okay. So, yes. And um, have all the the invites been been handed out or... You know, keeping it small, just doing dinner on Wednesday night with a few friends, just six of us. And then I'm doing another dinner on Saturday night, just four of us. So keeping it small. All right. All right. Well, hope everything goes well. Hope everybody has a good time. Hope the food is amazing. And uh, at these prices, they better be the food better be amazing. (laughs) And you have a very, very great birthday. Um, this is SmackDown Matters. We're part of the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also listen to us through any podcast app. All you have to do is subscribe to The WrestleCast. Do a search for The WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with The New Day. Holding The WrestleCast sign. And SmackDown Matters will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. So we start this week's SmackDown with the recap of Roman Reigns' week last week, where he starts off with him and Brock arguing over Paul Heyman, leading Roman to dropping Lesnar with the Superman punch, to going through the night being told by Adam Pearce that he has chosen his new challenger at Royal Rumble, and then finding out at the end of the show that that new challenger will be Seth Rollins. Seth. Freaking Rollins oh, yeah, to you, freaking, sir. Yeah, I forgot. I got to add the freaking now because it's part of his name. Um, here are the Usos who started the show with the promo. Talk about how the only team to ever give them a real fight is the New Day, but they beat them again last week. And said, they said instead of helping Roman Reigns against Seth Rollins, they're going to, uh, uh, you know, officiate or see, oversee this four-way for the number one contendership to their tag team titles. Jimmy even handles the entrances with the special ring announcer voice. No, that person was funny. He's like, yeah, they're here. Ladies, they're looking to steal your hearts, your cars, and an opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I do get like Eddie Guerrero vibes from um, Angel Garza, though. Like Lachie <laughs> Steel. Definitely get those vibes from him. Miss Didi Jeanne's favorite tag team, the two Umbertos. The two Umbertos. So Los Lotharios. So that's just like what Ron, uh, Ron Killers used to call um, Dana Brooke and what was the other one? Her tag team partner, the two Carmellas. Oh, Mandy. Yes. <laughs> Los Lotharios, the Viking Raiders, Cesar and Mansoor and Jinder Mahal and Shanky are the four tag teams involved. Uh, it's time for the parade of people hitting each other, which leads to Eric getting double super kicked <laughs> and the Los Lotharios diving onto Cesaro and Mansoor. Back in Ivar Clean's house, setting up the Viking experience to Angel Garza and the Viking experience. The Viking Raiders, excuse me, have earned their shot at the SmackDown. So the Viking game. Raiders are getting a little push, huh? It, yeah. It makes sense, though, because they're the only true tag. I mean, Los Lotharios, true tag team. But between those two was probably who was going to really win because they're yeah, mm-hmm. officially tag teams. Uh, after the match, the Usos get on the announcer's table and shout out the Raiders and say they can't raid Samoa. Viking Raiders. Should be an interesting match. Clash of Styles. Usos mm-hmm. want to keep it up tempo, fast moving. Viking Raiders want to try to slow it down. Use their power. So, uh, should be a lot of fun going forward, so checking that out. Uh, Naomi comes in to see Sonya Deville and wants to know hey, if Sonya Deville is holding her back. Sonya says when the jacket is on, she is Naomi's boss and doesn't like Naomi's attitude. She says Naomi needs to get out of here before she loses her spot in the Royal Rumble match. Um, Sonya was real disrespectful with that. You come in here with your main character vibes when we know you are, what's he call her? Uh, uh, extra. Yeah, extra. Like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Naomi. Rude. Yes, reluctantly leaves and Adam Pierce comes in to talk about how cold Sonya Deville. Uh, Turn the heat up the, and take that jacket off so yeah. Naomi can whoop her butt. Yeah, it has the temperature in there. Uh, we look at some of the history between Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, uh, mainly looking at the original run of The Shield. So here is Sami Zayn to talk about how the conspiracy against him is finally going to end, <laughs> but now there's a new cast member in the conspiracy, Johnny Knoxville. We see Johnny Knoxville throwing him over the top rope last week, with Sami saying he's going to show the world that he that no one is better at being a jackass than him. After realizing that might not be the best wording, it's time for the debut of his own stunt show, Insane. There's a wooden ramp set up. Sammy runs to the back only to come out in a shopping cart with two guys pushing him. He's going to use that ramp to jump the ring, but it does look kind of too far. It's so far that he changes his mind at the last second. Sammy gets in the ring, and then here is Rick Boogs with a haircut looking like Rick Rude for a distraction. Shinsuke Nakamura comes in from behind with the Kinsasha. Rick Boots gorilla presses Sami Zayn over the top rope onto the crash pad that was waiting on the other side of the ring. Is Nakamura hurt too? No. Oh, they're just they're just slowly setting up. They're trying to set up Johnny Knoxville getting in the Royal Rumble, and also Sami Zayn is the you know he's their version of the Miz. He works with the with the uh, with the with the entertainment talent. And then they're right. also trying to set up this 
Nakamura or Sami Zayn Intercontinental matchup as well. But yeah, Rick Booze, Vincent told him he had to cut his hair, so now he cut his hair and he looked like um, Rick Rude. Rick Booze. Aaliyah is ready for her singles debut and hopes she doesn't embarrass herself. And Natalia comes in to say there's no shame in embarrassing embarrassing yourself against her because she has three Guinness World Records. Natalia even has the book, which Aaliyah didn't even know was still a thing. The glare scene. I didn't know they were still printing the Guinness World <laughs> Record book either. <laughs> and I'm old enough to know better. So yeah. Natalia and I are around the same age. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the things I bought in the book fair in 1988. It was the 1988 Guinness Book of World Records paperback. Yeah. Things like 3,000 pages. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the dumbest stuff you can think of. <laughs> like, who tries to set a Guinness World Record for how many marshmallows you can fit in your mouth at one time? Like, it's dumb stuff. Hey, man, anything for that 10 minutes, 12 minutes of fame, right? You're yeah, I'm good. a local celebrity, if, if nothing else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Aaliyah versus Natalia. Natalia stomps her down in the corner and unloads with a bunch of fists and feet before the bell even rings. The referee says she can't do this, but Aaliyah says that she can go on. And uh, the bell is rung, and then Aaliyah rolls up Natty instantly and gets the pin. One, two, three. And it is announced that it is a new WWE record for the fastest pin at 3.1 seconds. Woo! They're doing the old uh, Magnum TA gimmick back in the day. I see. Poor Natty. <laughs> Maybe disrespecting my girl, too. Yeah, you and Miss V, y'all really uh, go up for Natty. Y'all understand. Because the... she deserves better. They were like a little, you know, a little Tayo 2 title run, but other than that, don't bother us. You jobbing out to everybody that comes up next. It's been a while since um, Natalia's even had a title shot yeah you know i guess they said she can ride the wave of that tag team championship that her and tamina have for a while <laughs> don't ask us for nothing else one of the most forgettable i mean Until it, was, it, was three. A, it was a great moment because tamina the crowd had really gotten behind tamina but it definitely could have been better i think that's the whole women's tag team title in general it just could have been better could be that. Yeah. Not yet, though. Well, Vince doesn't have enough people on the roster, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot. Somebody told me the number. It's like 180 people or something got released this year. It's got it Oh, I was going to say, it's de- they definitely don't have that many people on the roster. No, no, no. It was something stupid. It was like 90. It was like, a, it's like 90 or over 100. It was something ridiculous of the amount of people who got released this year. Blame Nick Khan. Is he related to Tony Khan? Negative. These are two separate cons. <laughs> no pun intended or pun intended. <laughs> take it how you want to take it. We'll leave it open-ended. Um, Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville think it's getting hot in their office. They say the thermostat seems to be broken. So we see more Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins history, this time looking at Seth Rollins turning on the shield. Uh, Michael Cole brings out Lita. Yes, my favorite. Mm-hmm. For the first time on SmackDown in nearly 20 years. Lita yes, girl. Come on back. Home and is proud of her career. She never got to be in the Royal Rumble in her day, though. 
And now she's going to win that match and headline yes. WrestleMania. So here comes Charlotte to interrupt, saying that she will handle this interview. Charlotte says that this run Lita is on will be over with the WrestleMania dreams being crushed. Lita Charlotte has heard. Take a figure skating looking back to the back. Stop disrespecting my girl. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Uh, Lita mm-hmm. has heard about Charlotte and doesn't get the flashback Friday Tanya Harding thing. She doesn't get how Charlotte doesn't tip over with that giant head. The fans chant. Head and ears. Head. Have you seen her ears? <laughs> but Charlotte says she can't hear it. Charlotte then talks about how she can't hear her ears that big. <laughs> she talks about beating Trish Stratus at SummerSlam 2019, sending her back into retirement. Maybe Charlotte can do that to Lita too, which causes things to get physical. Lita slaps her in the face and then leaves Charlotte laying with a twist of fate. Grab that nose too. I was like, I hope her nose is okay. Oh God. <laughs> you know how some days I like Charlotte, but some days I don't. <laughs> Tonight was clearly a day where you weren't not. Today was because she disrespected Lita. Not okay. Well, we know that Lita is one of your all time faves. She is. Her and Bret Hart, them only two. Uh, we look at Ricochet breaking Ridge Holland's nose again at the day of my pay-per-view. Sheamus says he's ready to get some revenge for Holland's sake. So it's Ricochet versus Sheamus. The 10 forms to the chest rock Ricochet. Then Sheamus goes up top only to get sent face first into the ring post. Springboard Sunset Bomb gives Ricochet a two count and a regular Sunset Flip does the same. But then the broke kick connects, knocking Ricochet sh- silly, and Sheamus is your winner. So, are, what are Sheamus and, and Rich Island going to call themselves? I have no idea. <laughs> we got to come up with a name. Well, they can't be the bar because. No. But yeah, they're going to have to come up with something uh, creative. I don't know. Uh, we look back at Aaliyah's record setting win, which is an official record. Sonya Deville and Adam Pierce are still complaining about the heat, so Pierce goes to see maintenance, and Sonya takes her jacket off, and just about that time, Naomi comes in. And says, I think this is the part I missed, because I kept fast-forwarding through everything, so I missed this part. But go ahead, tell me all about it. Adam Pierce rushes back in to say, not so fast. And gets in between them, allowing Sonya to put the jacket back on. He calms things down, and Adam Pierce gives Naomi a rematch with Charlotte for next week. Adam Pierce is a punk. Man. <laughs> he be talking. He be acting like he's just so, like, like he's so authoritative until he get in Roman's presence. And then he cowering like a, like a, I don't know. I was like, Adam Pierce, you chump. What Let him doing? fight. <laughs> This is made. This is good TV. Let Naomi finally. Mm. So I guess next week they're gonna be in another place where it's too hot and too cold. I don't know. Yeah, keep this storyline going. We gotta, we gotta get. They, they need to get to the, to the finish with Naomi. And yeah, because this has been dragging. I mean, we was loving it at first, but the build up, like, we're there. Like, we yeah. hit the climax. Come on. Right. Let's see, like. It's kind of taking a detour because it was like, okay, you had Shayna, you had Natty, you had Sonya ganging up on Naomi for a couple of weeks. Then you brought in Zia Lee to protect her, to help Naomi out. And we ain't seen Zia Lee since. 
So dun, 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 that means she could be, it could be over before it's even started. Gave her that cold entrance. And they were like, huh, psych, no thanks. <laughs> right. Taking it back. Uh, we look at Seth Rollins cashing in the money in the bank contract at WrestleMania 31, a.k.a. the heist of the century. Uh, Kofi Kingston now is versus Matt Cat Moss, but Kofi has an announcement from King Woods. He says that uh, in the match last week, he got injured. He suffered a calf, torn calf, and he Aww. will be out indefinitely. But he said no. he could not leave. He could not have a presence of royalty in the Royal Rumble. So he has basically granted his position to Kofi Kingston. Oh, get well soon, Xavier King, Xavier Woods. <laughs> so Kofi Kingston versus Mad Cat Moss. Kofi fires off oh, some clothesline and kicks Moss in the face in the corner. Moss rolls through a high cross body only to have Kofi load up the SOS. That's countered with the rake to the face and the punchline finishes off Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. So much disrespect to the to the black folks this week. <sighs> and it's MLK week. See, you know what? <laughs> well, you know, you know this, is, this is one of Vince's favorite holidays. So, you know, tonight it may be different. All the pandering. On well, Monday night tonight, it may be different. Mm-hmm. All the pandering. Um, Vince do love him some MLK Day. <laughs> Madcap Moss out here with some very interesting choices. This man out here with some docker shorts, some wrestling boots, or wrestling... Where is he from? I have no idea. Does he work on an oil rig when he's a... suspenders <laughs> with no shirt on. Like, what are you wearing? He don't even know. <laughs> So the main event segment is Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns having a face-to-face in the ring. Reigns tells Omaha to acknowledge him, but Rollins throws out the shield fist. Reigns says that's beneath him now, but Rollins brings up that Reigns has never beaten him in a title match. That makes Reigns laugh because while Rollins is still in the past, he is the best ever. Rollins says he was climbing the ladder while Reigns was on the bench in the CFL. Then Rollins turned on him in the shield, and Reigns still needed help getting to the top. Ooh. Rollins created him and he can destroy him. But Reigns says if he wanted to face a star, Seth Rollins wouldn't even be his pick out of his own household. He would have faced Rollins' wife. And then here are the Usos to try to attack Seth from behind. He ducks their attempts. Seth Rollins gets away and he's on the ramp saying he'll destroy Roman Reigns to end the show. There's just no rules anymore. Seth's on SmackDown. People just jumping from show to show. See, that's what happens when you thin your roster out, Vince. That's what happens when you bring Brock Lesnar back and it's just got to be Brock Lesnar on the card where we can't just be like, oh, sorry, Brock, you came to Atlanta for nothing tonight, but we're going to keep this match the same. Brock probably threatened to body slam Vince. <laughs> I, think Vince I think Vince might be scared of Brock. I think just most my, people sh- should be scared of Well, Chris Jericho isn't scared of Brock. <sighs> Nobody cares about Chris. I went to the Capitol, Jericho. <laughs> well, he, he's one of the few people to actually, like, try to fight him. I mean, it might have been a, a failed attempt, but at least he tried it. Do they not like each other in real life? 
Well, he thought, remember when that time Randy Orton wrestled Brock and Brock was hitting him with those elbows and he busted Randy, open, Randy Orton open. Oh, that's right. He, had to, um, he was wanting to fight him for real. Yeah, yeah. He didn't like, well, I guess he wasn't in, informed of what the deal was, so he thought Brock was taking liberty, so he was going to stand up for Randy Orton. This was also pre-Beardfoot Chris Jericho, <laughs> so let's keep that in mind. Right. AEW Chris Jericho is not gonna run up on Brock. <laughs> um, he said, "I may storm the Capitol, <laughs> but I am not running up on Brock <laughs> I thought this episode of SmackDown went by really fast, maybe because the tag mm-hmm. team match. I mean, it wasn't that long, but I just thought that they had a lot of talking. I guess segments in here was really kind of, I guess, made things seem faster. They didn't really have a lot of wrestling wrestling going on but, i think uh, it went by really fast too but also i fast forwarded through <laughs> a good amount of this thing i got done in half an hour <laughs> but uh yeah so there's some interesting developments uh xavier woods being hurt sucks um mm-hmm. just because you know it's gonna put a halt to his you know creativity and the things that they had going forward with him planned and mm-hmm. kofi um ricochet and sheamus was pretty entertaining uh, you know she, one thing about Sheamus, Sheamus puts on a hell of a match with a, with a lot of people, and right. you know, him and Ricochet, they have really good chemistry. Um, I guess they're trying to, you know, give Aaliyah something. She's been on the roster for two months, and they really hadn't done anything, and lead her up into the Royal Rumble. Sami Zayn, good for the comedy, as always. Um, Usos, I thought, were phenomenal on the opening mm-hmm. promo and on commentary. Um I thought this Sonya Deville, Naomi, this week, it kind of spiced it back up. I think people had got kind of a little tired of it, but the way that they kind of re-kicked it this week, where mm-hmm. we were close to Naomi getting her hands on her, for real, for real. Naomi was waiting by the door for her to take that jacket. You know, and Naomi probably turned the heat up. <laughs> so, it, it was, uh, so, but like I said, they got to kind of, they got to get us to the match between those two, one-on-one singles match, whatever, cage match, street fight, whatever the hell they're going to have. No disqualification, no rules, whatever. Bring it. I want no rules. Anything goes. <laughs> um, if Sonya Deville had been wrestling a little bit more frequently, I mean, this could almost be grounds for, like, Hell in the Cell. Is Hell in the Cell the next one after No, it's not. Hell in the Cell is so far away. <laughs> I'm like, I guess I'm good. I can't keep up with all these. Just make a special what, They said they're not pay-per-views or what special events? Premium live events. Charlotte called it a pay-per-view on, on Friday night. I, I heard she it. She got fined. No, she didn't. Charlotte can do what she wants. She, I'm pretty sure somebody told her, like, we're not calling it those anymore. And you know what she said? I can't hear you. <laughs> uh, on last Wednesday, I was in the building for uh, Tony Khan's product, AEW, in Raleigh. Uh, we got to see Hangman Adam Page. He got wrecked by returning Lance Archer. Uh, got to see Dante Martin and Will Hobbs. They had a pretty good match. Um Ricky Starks was out there. Good to see him. Jay Lethal, he was there. Saw him. Um, let's see who else we uh, got to see there. We got to see uh, MJF. Uh, CM Punk, Russell Wardlow. CM Punk took a beating. But, uh, oh, good. But Wardlow still lost because MJF wanted too much. Uh, 
Um, so wait, I, so did they did they break up some of the stables, or are they just kind of taking a break? They're just kind of splitting them off into kind of their own separate stuff. But okay, good because it was too, too many stables. Faction. Uh, the only thing that's really going on big faction wise right now is Adam Undisputed Boom, Era. Baby. Yeah, it's all about the boom. Is it? What's Adam their new Boom, name? Uh, they, haven't, they haven't really come up with a, a name yet. But uh, the Young Bucks, Adam Cole, and Red Dragon faced off against the best friends, Orange Cassidy, Willie Yuta. Um, they had like a big brawl in the beginning of the, cause they came out for a promo. Then the young bucks interrupted that promo. And then the best friends came out and we had a big ass brawl. Um, orange Cassidy was beating the hell out of Adam Cole till he hit him low. And then Chris Statlander mm-hmm. came in to like stare Adam Cole down. Like he was like, she was about to do something to him. Oh yeah. I see Danny and Britt Baker came yeah. out of nowhere. And Britt Baker came out. Yep. So then we got to see, uh, on the rampage, uh, Adam Cole wrestled uh, Trent Beretta, or Trent, and uh, that was a pretty good match. So we got to see. So I got to see Adam Cole wrestle in action. That was good. Um, who else did I see? Uh, saw Sammy Guevara and Danny Garcia. Yeah. Saw Eddie Kingston though. He was there. Him and Jericho and uh, Santana and Ortiz. So yeah, we got to see. Uh, the, let's see. Dark had. Um, Lee Moriarty and Matt Seidel, they won their match. Um, Jay Lethal won his match. Ruby Soho won her match. And there's another tag team match in there. And then on Rampage, you got to see Red Velvet. Hey, straight out your mama's kitchen. <laughs> yeah, Red Velvet, Chris Statlander, and Layla Hirsch, they took on The Bunny, Penelope Ford, and Nyla Rose. Um, so that was a part of Rampage as well. I got to see the real Anna J in person. So that was okay, good. Ta- okay. Oh, Tay Conti. Oh yeah, I forgot you were you were there in person. Yes, Tay Conti was the other person who wrestled on Dark Elevation. And uh, yeah, so we had four hours of wrestling action. When you go to an eight. And how many women's matches were there in those four hours? One, three. Mm. Kashida mm. and. Uh, it was Ruby Soho versus somebody on Dark Elevation. It was Sheeta versus Serena Deeb, which was like, it wasn't even really a match. Serena Deeb, like, attacked her before the match, hurt her knee. Then the match started, and they wrestled for, like, five minutes, and then Serena Deeb put her in the serenity lock, and the ref stopped the match. Oh, uh, Serena Deeb, a real one. And then... Um, there was the six women tag team match on Rampage. Okay. Did my girl Jay show up this week? Or Jay she, she did don't not make... show up. She, I guess Riley isn't big enough to hold the talents of Miss Jade Cargill. All we got. But I know that's right, girl. It was a video package, you know, um, showing her winning the title and, you know, proclaiming, you know, this is her show and everything like this. this is her station, her channel. Um, it is. Did she lie? No, she did not. Highly okay. disappointed that I did not get a chance to um, even see her in the arena anywhere floating around. Jade is taking a championship vacation right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, very interesting 
uh, to see AEW uh, live, um, the one thing that kind of catches my eye with them is they're still learning how to kind of do their presentation because, like, they show you the backstage stuff, but it doesn't have any sound in the arena, so you can't hear any of the backstage interviews. So they had, like, three or four different backstage interviews that you really couldn't hear in the crowds, and their pyro... See, now, if Tony Khan wasn't so worried about making horrible statements about Big Swole, he could get the sound fixed. <laughs> and their pyro doesn't have too many bangs and booms like WWE. It's just more fireworks and stuff. Oh, I get. I got to see Penta face Matt Hardy. That was kind of... Oh! Yeah, and we got to see... That sounds like a good match. We saw Private Party. Private Party wrestled on Dark. Um, their interest is still... So they record Dark on the same night as Rampage. They record... Dark Elevation, Dynamite. I'm sorry, Dynamite. And Rampage in the same night. Ooh, that's a lot of wrestling. That's four hours. The event started okay. at 7 and it ended at like 11.05. Well, that's just like those times when Vince, would, like during the holidays when Vince records SmackDown and Raw in the same night right. so the wrestlers could have the holidays off. Right. Right. Yep. Same equivalent. But, that's uh, a lot. You know, it was fun. You know, um, definitely not as excited about the product as I was like a month ago, like you said, before Tony Khan went over and everybody else out here trying to cover for it um, afterwards. Um, right. But, you know, it, it was still cool to experience it, see something besides WWE in the venue. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we'll see, you know, when they come back around the next time. Uh, what kind maybe of- Miss Jade will show up for my namesake. Yes, yes, maybe, maybe. It's about time for our arena to get a pay-per-view because, um, like, they haven't had a pay-per-view since, like, SummerSlam 2000, which is, like, one of the most iconic SummerSlams there is. But, yeah, it's been kind of that long since they had a pay-per-view in Raleigh. So, we need to kind of talk to our new... Uh, general manager of the arena see if you can make that happen like man we could get like vengeance or something you know get one of these low lower ranking ones maybe i can get saturday night main event i wish they would do that again but vince doesn't they don't want to do that that's not what they're here for that would be kind of good for like um like i said this day one pay-per-view that was on a saturday you know it would have been cool to that had that's how your nice main event main event feel. Um, also, don't forget this year Royal Rumble is not on Sunday; it's on Saturday. I'm glad you reminded me because I was sure gonna be pissed off. Like, <laughs> where is Royal Rumble? At? Yeah, it's on Saturday, not Sunday. It's on the 28th on the Saturday this year. So, um, we'll we'll be um, having our who you got and all that stuff coming up uh, to preview that. Once we get some more matches uh, laid out, um, Brock and Bobby. Had some spicy words with each other last week. Um, Brock basically. Oh yeah, did he call him Black Lesnar? <laughs> he basically was like, "You're a Black Lesnar wannabe," and he was like, "It ain't my fault that we never crossed paths because you never elevated yourself to where I was at." Like, dang. So hopefully this week, though, since last week it was Bobby Lashley and Brock talking to each other. Hopefully this week is MVP and Paul Heyman. Yes. The battling on the mic because give us what we want. Nick. Yeah. Seth Rollins and Big E had a really good match with Seth Rollins coming out on top. 
Um, we had new Raw Tag Team Champions, Otis and Chad Gable defeated RK-Bro with Randy Orton taking the pin. Um, Randy finna go on that three-month leave soon. <laughs> uh, Dewdrop defeated Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair to become the new number one contender for Becky Lynch's title. And, okay, okay. Um, I think that's really the most significant happenings that we had on there. And then uh, Carmelo Hayes cut a fire promo that you can hear I it at the end of this week's NXT cast, declaring himself, you know, once again, the A champion. He was like, what do you call it? He said, you can call it the North American title, you can call it the Cruiserweight title, or you can call it the I want to call me so I can get to know your name title. <laughs> Call me so I can get to know you, Carmelo. <laughs> Call me. Five, five, five. So a very good promo there from him. Um, Zion Quinn and Santos Escobar had a great match to start the evening. Fighting over Electra Lopez. Yeah, yeah. Electra Lopez sticking with the La Familia. And apparently hey, she got a feature commercial about her on SmackDown this week. Like, she's wrestling and, like, the whole... Uh, you know, highlight for NXT 2.0 this week was her. So, giving her some yeah. highlight uh, coming up. AJ Styles beat the hell out of Grayson Waller first ever time in an NXT ring, and then AJ Styles turned over what was left to of Grayson Waller to LA Knight, who returned. Um, Cameron Grimes issued the challenge to Carmelo Hayes for that United. Uh, uh, unified North American Cruiserweight title, so that should be fun. Um, Brian Brady, is that what it's called? The Unified North American Cruiserweight title? This is called the Unified North American title right now. I hope they make a new belt. That'd be cool. Um, Brian Breaker cut a promo, you know, telling people that, you know, if you want to step up, you're going to have to train twice as hard because when you train, if when you train and he already trained, when you get ready to watch film, he done already watched film. So, you know, good good promo there for his very first time as the champion. Um, what else? Uh, we got a new black tag team, Idris Enofe and Malik Blade, and they qualify for the Dusty Cup Classic. So we'll be looking out for good things from them. Um, Amari Miller, Caden Carter, and Casey Cantanzaro got beat by... Uh, Indy Hartwell, Persia Parati, and Wendy Chu, a.k.a. Mei Ying. Uh, Is that the one that fights in the pajamas and the, yes. the flip-flops? Yes. She oh, was. that's the Mei Ying girl? Yes, oh, that's Wendy okay. Chu. She was beating people up in a pink onesie and bunny slippers. Yes. So that's what was behind all that makeup and that bit. Okay, Mei Ying, I see. <laughs> yes, uh, that was a... Hashtag creep cast for the fellas, because I seen people creeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually a, a pretty uh, attractive uh, six-woman tag team match there. They had Mari Miller, Caden Carter, Persia, Indy, Wendy. Is Indy still married to Dexter? Yes. Oh, okay. I ain't know if Vince, you know, had made some more changes since. No, no, he hasn't. Uh, he hasn't altered that yet. Even though we haven't seen Dexter Lewis in quite a while, I don't know he's injured or what's going on with that but yeah you know it's NXT 2.0 you know it's just still getting used to the uh, to it's the, just to so the bright new version, the new version well you can thank Kevin Dunn for that 
I'm not baking Kevin dinner for nothing, but getting on my <laughs> nerves. Because he hated the way ONXT was shot. He's all all he uh, did was say some stupid tapes, and now they just like forever indebted to him. Like, <laughs> bruh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They should have said, thank you for your service. Here's your release papers. Well, you know, before it was um, the global empire that it is, it was merely a mom and pop business, you know? All the more reason for the black brand, black and gold, to stay how it was. Nick Khan got into Triple H's ear, I mean, got into Vince's ear, and basically was like, yo, you're employing all these high-dollar-ass wrestlers in NXT, and... They're not doing nothing for your main roster bottom line. They're, Who follows that? You're increasing the overhead of this product, which is supposed to be developmental, which it isn't anymore because you're getting all these established people coming in who necessarily don't want to come to the main roster or you don't have the capabilities to figure out how to make them pop on the main roster. So they were like... This current version is just a liability. It's, it's too far removed from what it, it was intended to be, and they wanted to rein it back in. And that's exactly what they've done. Stripped it down. I feel like you were in the room when this happened. <laughs> Stripped it down. And no, if you listen to... Y'all done got insider information. If you listen, I just listened to this big um, this podcast. It was about 40 minutes on basically like the whole history of NXT, like developed the performance center nxt triple h's thoughts on indie wrestlers when it started triple h's thoughts on then how it changed that we work with these indie guys let's find these guys let's get them in here get them on our system to the very end where it was like oh you know too big too too popular not what we wanted to be grandstand in the main roster and basically it sounds like mick and vince were jealous that triple h's product was showing them up Pretty That's much. what it sounds like. Pretty much. And Nick Khan got Vince to somehow believe that Triple H's vision of professional wrestling wasn't what they needed to go with. So that's the reason why they brought Bruce back. That's the reason why, um, you know, Triple H is taking over. I mean, Triple H was removed from a lot of his power and positioning in NXT so they could just revamp it to the what they want it to be which is you know more of a developmental hey we get you in teach you from the ground up our way to do things put this character on you um and it's more about the character and developing the characters and the promos and entrances and being ready for tv more than it is about the great in-ring action which i think nxt had became known for prior to this like hey you know what the story sometimes may not be the best but when they get down to it, the wrestling is going to be fantastic. And, you know, we got to mm, kind of mm, mm. build our way back up to that. But hopefully these young kids can do it. Hopefully they can do it. Well, at this point, Ms. Jade Max, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous on this edition of SmackDown Matters. Shout out to me because I'm awesome. And if you all want to Bring your shoulder patting yourself, you know, <laughs> I won't. And if you all would like to send me an anniversary birthday gift, you still have time to FedEx it to me. My birthday is Wednesday. 
Um, yeah, don't send it USPS because I won't get it on time. <laughs> I'll get it next birthday. She accepts the kind that jingles, but she prefers the kind that folks. That's right. And no, I don't have a cash app. Grow up. I don't have cash app. I use other stuff. Apple PayPal. Pay, Zill, PayPal the adult money transfer <laughs> applications <laughs> that have encrypted and secure networks. Yeah, I heard people's cash apps was getting hacked into last week and they were sending requests out to like the whole, all the people in their contacts, like random <laughs> amounts of money. And that some people like got got before app. they could, uh, you know, get a hold of it. So, yeah, we I had cash app for all of like two weeks and I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. <laughs> No thanks. Um, and then shout out to all of our WrestleCast crew tweeting and hanging out with us in the spaces every every week. The end. <laughs> well, thank you once again, Miss Jason Max. Thank you to the landlord, Miss Didi Jonet, for allowing us to uh, squat here at the uh, residence for another month. Thank you to Mo to the underscore Reese and Miss Simi. For helping me last week on NXT cast and also Rawcast. Also, Samuel Kalunga has been back for the past couple of weeks as well, helping us review Monday Night Raw. So, shout out to Sam and shout out to Greg. Hope he's doing well, him and his family. Shout out to Classic. Shout out to Mel, because Mel always gets shout outs. Uh, shout outs to everybody who joins us, like Miss Jason Max said, in our hashtags throughout the week and in our Twitter spaces. Greatly appreciate you guys. Shout out to the Glow and the Wrestle Bays. Continue to support CSPN and the WrestleCast. Also, check out the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media, where you can find me and Miss Simi talking about AEW each and every week and also post pre-recording conversations as well. Various topics, lots of things from the co-host here on the CSPN. So for my co-host, Miss Jason Max. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been SmackDown Matters. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. You don't understand what's happening here. I'm in God mode nowadays, son. Tribal chief, I'm the head of your table. I'm the provider around here, huh? I'm the greatest of this generation, no questions asked. I'm the greatest universal champion of all time, which makes me the greatest to ever do this. On your parade, I came out here. What, what's the thing you do? Acknowledge me. Yeah, I came out here to acknowledge you. Acknowledge all of your success, all of the championships, all of the main events, everything that you've done. I just got a question for you. Can you look yourself in the mirror at night and say that you've done that all? by yourself? Can you? Because that's the big difference between you and me, Roman. You see, without Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins is just fine. I was climbing my way up the ladder.
while you were riding the pine in the CFL. That's a waste of my time. You're a waste of my time. I mean, come on. Look at this guy. You look like a clown. You sound like a clown because you're a clown. You clearly don't have the star power that I have. You'll never reach the levels that I've reached. And let's just be honest, if I was looking for a superstar, a megastar, I wouldn't have chose you from Raw. Hell, you wouldn't even been the one I would have chose from your own household. If I wanted to main event the Royal Rumble with a megastar, I would have chose your wife. Wow.